Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. But it's about marrying the runs to the play actions and to the to the boot game that really wasn't a focus and an emphasis of what they were doing offensively. So right. I think that's a simple starting point there. Um, and then just the timing and rhythm of the pass game. You know, let's get the ball out quicker. Let's get number one and number two open on a more consistent basis for the quarterback. We have to work harder as a staff. We have to really challenge ourselves to bunch, to stack, to motion, to get matchups so that we can have the first or second progressions available sooner so that the protection isn't as much a factor. I can't get enough of that right there. That is absolutely what I want to hear. That is 100%. Everything right there. Way to just play that for loop uh, on loop and just take the rest of the day off. That is what every yeah. Carolina Panther fan wants to hear about Dave Canales' vision for the offense. Now, it, everything sounds good, Bone, at the Combine in February, right? But what he said there, so much of what he said was stuff that Frank Reich didn't do um, and stuff that we've been calling for them to do. I just think it sounds freaking great. But do we really believe that this offense can look dramatically different in just one season? That's the question we got to kick around here, Bone. Canales does. That's what Jonathan Jones, CBS Sports. Yeah, yeah, JJ. Uh, uh, Canales Mac does have the advantage here of actually going back to watch Bryce and this offense together for a season. It may not be pretty. We can make jokes about how he's watching a horror movie franchise again. But, Mac, he's got the ability to now look back and see what did not work. Frank Reich, you know, it didn't work out, but it had he had to try to figure out without seeing Bryce play at that level what might work, what might not work, what what's he good at, what's he not good at. And he yeah. never got the hang of it. At least Canales, Mac, can go back and look and say, okay, Bryce, this is not going to work for Bryce. This is what he needs. He's got the blueprint there of film work to now at least offseason assess the direction he feels this offense should be going in here. I, he does have that one year – Bryce has been here for a year now. Advantage Canales. He can watch this stuff. Yes, you're right. That that is that that helps. Although I got to be honest, I, there were times I wondered if Frank Wright could watch uh, watch this transpire for three seasons, and would he do the right thing? But that's I digress. I digress. Um, I am very close. I am very close to believing everything he's saying. I, I just, I, I don't know, man. Is it just me? Because he hit on so many things, Bone, that I wanted to see from this offense last year, right? Um, the boot action, the play action game and the boot action. How many times I talk about bootlegs? Run more bootlegs with Bryce. Constantly. I, I believe you said, and I quote, <laughs> we need more boot scoot boogies. I said we need more boot action than a Morgan Wallen concert. Like I like I just I want boot action. I want Bryce on the move with options, <laughs> with with two level options in a uh, passing game and a run uh, option. Sometimes I don't listen uh, to what you're saying, but sometimes you're pretty funny, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not bad. That's not well, a bad line you. right there. Well, Save you. that one, Flounder. Put that in the promos. <laughs> so anyway, that's one right there. Play action boot bootleg game. 
Then he talks about getting it out quickly, something that we thought was going to happen at the beginning of the year. Frank Reich talked, and that, that's where you say talk is cheap, right? Frank Reich talked about getting it out quick, too, and they weren't able to do that consistently. Consistently. Now, part of it is not getting receivers open, but what did Dave Canales say about that? Motions, bunches, stacks, things that Frank Reich didn't do enough of. Frank Reich was bottom towards bottom of the league in motion. Let's get and ironically, Canales's offense wasn't heavy motion, but he's talking about it there as a tool to get guys open. And then the thing that really got me is when he said, "If you get the ball out quick and you get receivers open through doing motions and bunches and stacks, what does it do? It helps your pass protection. It doesn't put those guys on an island for way too long." I, I just I, I listened to what he said yesterday about offense. I, I just I know no one wants me to go all in and say Dave Canales is going to turn this offense around in one year, and I'm trying to watch myself bone, but it's <laughs> I just I love the plans that he is describing. I just but I know they got to actually do it on the field. Flounder, will you get an alarm sound effect? The Mac buy an alarm when he's close. <laughs> you just sound it off, and then he can step back because we need to we need to manage Mac. Oh. Manage Mac's buy in minutes until summertime. All right, just sound that alarm. <laughs> <laughs> Mac will Mac will stop. Mac, when you're throwing in more uh, boots and motion and your waggles and all these different things, I'm not sure if waggles part of this, but I like the word waggle. When you're throwing in all these different looks, so when you're multiple, then you can do stuff off of that stuff. When you're running motion, when you're running boots, you're giving different looks. The defense can already know what's coming. They need to be more multiple, more diverse. They need to do all these things, not just one thing here, one thing there. They need to show different looks off of all these things so the defense can't just sit back and rush Bryce and, and beat up on this offensive line. Once they get more multiple, more diverse, that's going to open up the rest of the field. That's when you have to hope that your playmakers make plays for you. Once the play calling is correct, the line of scrimmage is correct, everything's going right, guys have to make plays. And that's the next step. In the and then listen, they need to get better playmakers. There's no doubt about that. Um, but I also like the way he talks about the run game. Now, I saw some... I He's saw, buying uh, in. He's <laughs> buying in. <laughs> this is not. Is this what? You, this is not what y'all want to hear in Combine Week, is it? Me starting to believe that this <laughs> offense <laughs> is going to have a turnaround. Um, um, can we hear that one more time, just so the audience knows when this sounds, that alarm sounds there, that something Mac is Mac is close to doing. Something he is to buying do. in on Dave Canales' offense. <laughs> 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 I, you know what? I'm glad you do that because that maybe I'll chill out when I hear that a slight bit. But like, hey, like, Finder, when Max sings, can you play that alarm? We need, we need this right. <laughs> There's a lot of usage of that to get me to stop something, isn't there? Uh, but as far as another thing he said about the offense, because this is all we can go on. And again, we've got to tell ourselves Frank Reich said a lot of things that were similar last year. Frank Reich talked about running the football bone. Remember, we thought we'd run the ball and go play action a lot, and we ended up at least early on, doing very little of any of that. So that does need to be thrown in. But I love what he was saying about the running game, how the running game sets up play action and sets up your deep shots, and how the running game helps your defense and keeps them off the field. If this team, and this goes to what you were saying in the first hour about the scheme, if we can find a way, Bone, to run the football like we did in select times last year, but really like we did in the second half when Wilkes took over, with 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 basically the same offensive line, if we can find a way to, can he can he revive Miles Sanders' career a little bit? Like if we can find a way to run the football consistently, I think that makes Bryce look better. I think that makes the O line look better because you're not in predictable passing downs all the time. They said that Chuba's. Uh, I can't. 
Was it Morgan that said it yesterday that Chuba's running back one? He said he's the lead back okay. right now. Okay, there you go. You know, go at this point right now. Okay. Um, which we all knew, right? Like that that should be the case. Yeah, I, just, I hope it was, he would. Yeah, be. it was just said yesterday. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, are you guys listening to what Dave Canales is saying? I also like this what he was saying here as well because this is you could tell when he's watching these horror films called the 2023 Panthers offensive tape that he said he's been going through. Like he is nailing everything. He's saying all the right things. He talked about things. Does he, he say one more episode or does he like he's watching the net <laughs> or does he just go to bed? He says, I can't watch one more. Of these. He says we need more explosives. There's no doubt about it. So, and a lot of you might be saying, well, how can you get the ball out quick and have explosives? Baker Mayfield threw the second most deep balls bone this past year, had double the deep completions that Bryce Young did. But he got it out the fastest he ever has in his career. You can you can get it out quick most of the time, but then set up your shots. He also talked about they need to limit the damage of exotic pressures. How many times, Bone, oh did God. blitzes get to us? And then stuff that I wouldn't even consider exotic. Like, I would consider, like, some of these stunts just simple and basic. They're about as exotic as Gastonia. <laughs> Some of these stunts, and we fell for them. <laughs> you said exotic, right? <laughs> yeah. Not erotic. Uh, no, I did not put an R okay, in there. I just want to make sure that we... <laughs> Where are you at, Bone? I feel like I'm doing a lot of talking here. I want you to... to, to like... That's the show, though. <laughs> what do you mean, where am I at? I'm right here. What are you talking about? No, I mean, like, where are you at with this? Are you believing that there can be a big turnaround, or are you more like guard, trying to guard yourself against it? Well, how about this? You're talking about Baker's deep passing stats, right? What if we go back to Geno Smith a couple years ago when he got revitalized with Dave Canales there helping him out? Nearly half of his 30 touchdown passes that year uh, were on deep passes. His 13 downfield scores that year, and that stat, led all football last year. So we can talk about Baker last year. You go back two years to Geno Smith, the formula is very similar. It's deep passes. It's receivers that can make plays like Mike Evans and Godwin and then the dudes that Seattle has. But they let it fly, man. They let that quarterback throw it downfield and let those playmakers, which they have to get, make the plays. So this is not a one-year thing for Canales. Part of his system is those downfield passes, man, are huge. And hopefully Bryce can just tee it high and let it fly. Yeah, That's get, where I'm at right now. So, Back to you, Mac. Yeah, so you are – so you're feeling kind of good. You're feeling a little frisky over there too. Yeah, I'm feeling, fr I'm feeling frisky. Here's my thing. Oh, we got to see who they add. Oh, Bone's getting the alarm now. No, no, no. no. Got to see who they add no. in the offseason, though. I, here's how I describe myself right now. This is also how I describe myself in everyday life. I'm frisky, but measured. Frisky, but measured. I'm feeling mm. good about where I think this could go, but I'm measured in knowing that it might take a little time to get there. That I know I can see where it could end up going. I do, I'm not going to sit here and go crazy that right away they're all of a sudden going to look like it's going to take a little bit of time, so I'm not going to go wild and nuts on what it might look like right away. But over time, Canales has proven the last two years that he will maximize the most out of what he has with the quarterbacks. So I think in time, we're going to see all this play out. I'm just, I'm just measured in. It's going to. I'm trying to be patient here that it's going to take a little bit of time. Uh, this and I'm a man that's known for immense patience. <laughs> this, of course. Uh, this texter says um, uh, we don't have Evans or Godwin though. Uh, we well, don't. That's, that's, that's why we don't have Evans or DK Metcalf. Yeah, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. It, a lot of it too depends on who we're able to acquire in the off season. There's a lot of moving parts here. I just I like the philosophy. I like philosophically what we're hearing, and 
all we can hear now is philosophy. Right. So at this point, I like what I'm hearing, but they, I, I do understand the skepticism. I also understand some guy. But I also you, think is I, I also like I, the pairing of the pairing of his upbeat style with Bryce, I think might it, it, it very much Mac. It kind of is not quite the same, but, you know, Pete Carroll had a certain personality and for a long time it worked well with Russell Wilson. I'm not sure how it ended, but there was that. Those personalities vibe. The Canales has a Pete Carroll-like energy. And we've compared a little bit of what we think Bryce can be to Russell Wilson. Maybe that ultimately becomes a pairing like that. They uh, Bryce could use a Stuart Smalley in his life. You know what I mean? He could use um, yep. a Tony Robbins. You know what I mean? Someone that's going to pump him up, be positive, because I got to be honest, that's about as negative of a first year you could have in the NFL. I mean, you got physically beat down. Mentally, you had to be a mess. Like so, he could use that sort of of approach. They, they spun the wheel of play calling last year of who week to. By the middle of the season, it was spinning a wheel wherever it landed. That guy got the plays that week. I actually think Sir Purr actually had a week of play calling. <laughs> All right, everybody's saying the same thing. We don't have Metcalf. We don't have Lockett. We don't have yeah. We got to go get those guys, and that's on Dan Morgan. Uh, let's see what else we have. This texter, uh, Matt in Greensboro. Sorry, I can't buy into just talk. Um, all these coaches sound great until the actual games start. It's true. I mean, Boney and I were captain buy-in with Matt Rule and with Frank Reich. Oh, that first so, rule, that first rule presser man, where he was, God, he was preaching, wasn't he? Well, yeah, he, he he definitely sounded like the son of a preacher man. That he Seven oh four nine eight oh. Let's go. I don't blame anybody. This texter says, "I'm sorry, fellas." I got my guards up. I'm like a man that's been cheated on multiple times by a lady. I am not going <laughs> to fall for all this rhetoric again. And I don't blame that. I don't blame fans, Bone. We were talking about this during the break. Like some fan hit us up and said, until I see it on the field, I ain't going to believe it. Like Trucker T, I think it was. Like, I, I can't I can't get mad at you if that's your approach. Maybe, uh, you know what I mean? Like, uh, Panther fans, it. we have been cheated on six straight years, it feels like, right, by our significant yeah, football. I, I, mean, I, I, I get it, um, but we have a radio show to do, so we can we will talk about him every single day leading up to that. And I think at times we'll probably get excited. Flounder, we may need that alarm also when the um, the female texters on the WFNZ FanDuel text line are just basically still marveling over the good looks of one Dave Canales. Oh, is that the female texters or is Brett Jensen sending No, it's, it's uh, <laughs> I was lost in his eyes. We were, we were breaking down motions and boots and, and Lori mentioned uh, she doesn't really care as long as he's looking as good she, as he is. She wants, she wants to see his motion in a different way. Okay. <laughs> oh, come on, Lori. You're such a Panther fan. If this, if this, if, uh, this guy is as bad as Frank Reich and Matt Roll, he's going to get a heck of a lot uglier to you, Lori. I'll tell you right but now. Imagine if this, <laughs> imagine if this good-looking guy wins games. What a combo. Good-looking and wins? You kidding me? <laughs> oh, I'd love to see it, man. But I, listen, whatever your approach is, I'm just saying I think he's saying a lot of the things – that I was hoping to hear from our new offensive-minded head coach. You guys are correct. Flounder's correct to play the alarm. Y'all on the text line are correct to point out we need better receivers or, hey, you know, didn't we get fired up during preview? Because everybody's correct on this one, but I don't know. I'll take anything that could put a little bounce in my Panther step. You know? Speaking of looking good and winning, Mac, what about our next guest? Willie P. Willie P. Esquire joins the show. We're going to talk about Charlotte FC being 1-0. and the reaction of that, Steve Clifford's future, Canales, all Charlotte local sports with the P-Man, 
Willie P. next on Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. WFNZ. There's going to be a lot of fun Panther talk today if you consider me on the verge of buying into Dave Canales' offense in February fun. There'll be more of that. There's also going to be a lot of, you know, uh, time where maybe Bone will shut up and we'll just play the audio of Dave Canales and, and Dan Morgan. That will actually happen. I shouldn't say a lot of. That'll happen for one you, second. Do you have a, a uh, <laughs> set time where you possibly might shut up? When is that occurring, Bone? 8 o'clock. Oh, man. We 8 want, o'clock. It's weird, man. People, they don't want you to buy in. But they also enjoy, I think, when you buy. It's a weird. It is weird. It's hard they to don't out. want you in, but they enjoy the humor of you buying it. It's like you can't win in this situation. I think you it? want me on that wagon. You need me on that Panther wagon. You want somebody on your radio telling you things are going to be good. Even if deep down inside, you know there's a very good chance I'm dead wrong. Well, <laughs> all, all future, Mac, there's now regulations. You know how the government, Mac, now regulates you have to have the automatic engine shut off on your car? When you're stopped or else the car is not road (laughs) legal anymore. We need to have regulations to our wagons. And that should be that if you are going to be on the 12-win wagon, you are no longer allowed to ride with us. Oh, my God. Can't believe. Speaking who would do a 12-win? Oh. Uh, Nothing specific there, but there's a class action lawsuit pending against that man here for that. Totally unrelated. Willie P is joining us right now. Will Pelagic had a great first game. As the voice of Charlotte FC, third year, and they have finally won an opener, finally won a home opener. Willie's going to talk about that, talk plenty of Charlotte sports, probably food, and Lord knows what else. He is the P-man. Willie P, what's up, brother? Great game the other night, man. Listen to the whole thing. You guys were great. Appreciate it, guys. Um, Didn't like the little slender on the way in about the 12-win wagon because (laughs) it's been making it sound like I was the only one on that train or at least only one on the positivity train, but uh, we'll see. Well, well, you were you were right. You were riding solo on the twelve win wagon. Mac and I were hanging out back a little bit of the pack. We weren't at the front of the race here. We were so much closer, Bone. So much closer to an accurate prediction, weren't we? Willie, if this was <laughs> if this was the case last year, I forgot and I apologize, but I had to have the game on my phone, uh, the Charlotte FC game on the app the other day for a few moments. Was were, were you and Jess available audio wise on the app last year, or is that a new feature? Because you were on there this year. Were you on no, there we last were. year? We, 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 okay, so I only had it on TV. On I didn't need to use the but I had it on my phone for a little bit. I, that's pretty cool. So app and TV, local games, Correct. home games, you're on there. That's awesome. And and, and no geotags on the app either, unlike you know some of our other properties that might have to restrict you to just being 
in and around Charlotte. Mm. Uh, the, the the app's available everywhere for uh, for Charlotte. Awesome. Very cool. Uh, what did you think of of the first uh, the first match and the first win? I mean, it just I just feel so much more secure. With with Dean Smith's system and with the way they're they're defending right now, what 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 stuck out to you with the first match and the win? I mean, he looks like a proper manager and, a, and it looks like a proper football team. Uh, the biggest thing that I keep coming back to is the way they defended and how organized it was and how uh, haphazard we made New York look when we didn't have the ball. I, I think we were looking at the possession stats and and some of your previous thoughts in mind think oh my goodness we don't have the possession there's no way we can you know hold this one nil lead but in reality we didn't make new york look very threatening and i think that's a credit to dean's philosophy it's a credit to his thing that he said coming into the match where you know i'm not really a big man marking guy i'm more about marking guys with respect to where the ball is and he cut off passing lanes he was able to keep new york really between the neutral third and their own half and they had a couple of chances. There wasn't like it wasn't dangerous, but New York luckily didn't convert those chances. Uh, we had a couple on our side that we didn't convert, and the Capetti's point blank one was one that comes to mind. And there were a couple of others, but at the same time, uh, they got a goal early and they made it stand, which is something that really they only were able to make happen uh, a couple of times a year ago. I want to point out, I'm talking about the Apple TV app for the MLS season pass. Willie and Jess are on there as well. I didn't say the actual name of the app. That's yeah. my fault. The Apple TV app, put it on your phone. Uh, you have to pay for the MLS pass, but it is available on your TV, your devices, your phone, your laptops, wherever that may be. You're right. There's a presence about Dean Smith. There's a, there's a, you feel good about that man leading the charge. As far as the players go, Willie P., Outside of the obvious, is there a player that you think needs credit for the way they performed in game one that stood out to you from Saturday's win on thy pitch? The, the, the two guys who I feel like didn't get enough credit, I think, in the, in the infancy of the match that I think really need to are the two fullbacks, uh, Yara Ornan and Nathan Byrne, because last year, you remember, Chris Lantanzio's philosophy was about uh, – putting the wingbacks closer to the midfield, and, and you left Charlotte FC very wide and vulnerable on the edges. Uh, yes, uh, on Saturday, both those guys uh, were tremendous. I would go Aaron a little bit ahead of Byrne because they very rarely tried the right channel to do anything, and every time they did, uh, Ornan was able to really lock things down. Uh, Byrne had a very tough assignment with Santi Rodriguez, who doesn't really play a traditional left wing. He's more centrally spaced in the way that he goes. So there was probably a lot more attack down that side of the pitch. But even so, you saw him play very, very well. And you also saw him provide width whenever Charlotte FC was able to get attacks going. I think you have to shout out Yuri Tavares, who showed, I think, some really good aptitude uh, in his first game as an MLS player. And also just the two guys in the midfield, uh, Junior Urso and Ashley Westwood, they were locking things down. Anytime the ball came toward the middle of the pitch, I think Urso is somebody who provides a lot of competence in the midfield, a lot of MLS experience as well. He's the most MLS experienced player that the Charlotte FC has had, aside from maybe Justin Merrim. So you look at those two in the midfield, and I'll say this, as somebody who is a massive Brant Bronico stan, I'm not trying to sit here and say anything bad about Brant, but 
it's going to be hard to get Urso off the field if he plays the way that he played in week one. No, it's true. It's a good point, man. It's a very good point. Um, He was great. That was a great debut. Charlotte FC debut for him. We're talking with Willie P, the voice of Charlotte FC. I think there's so much optimism here about this Dean Smith-led squad. I can't wait. This And this week is Vancouver, but it's not a late game, right? Like it's... It- 7.30? It's not. Okay. It's not. It's a 7.30 Eastern kick, 4.30 Pacific time. They didn't get uh, to play during the opening week. Uh, a lot of these teams had the choice to kind of move around their opener if they wanted to. So that's why you might have seen in this opening week some more staggered starts, teams that wanted to open during the day. Uh, sometimes they got okay. the option to be able to do that. So they are a, a standalone opener, 4.30 local time there, but 7.30 oh, is uh, normal. That's good. Them. I don't want it at 10. I'm old, man. I'm old, and I'm going to be drinking IPA. Neither, so. do we, neither do we for that. <laughs> yeah, I those, bet. I those bet. in the know call it Coover. That goes back to our oh, show. That's right. Yeah, Bone. And also those in the know call it Thy Pitch as well, apparently, when referring to the field don't, in a soccer match. Well, <laughs> Willie and I were talking on the soccer level right there. What's that? Way over my head, of course. Um, all right, so Willie P is with us here. It's Willie's World on the Mac and Bone Show. We do this every week, but uh, during the season, it's going to be a great time to kind of review the matches with them. Uh, all right, so Willie, uh, let's go to a listener question here. This is our guy, Hype C. Oh, Hype, my Love guy. our guy, yeah. Hype C, man. Salt of the earth. Great dude. Hype C wants to know, does Willie P eat bologna pizza? Is this a topping you have ever heard of on a pizza, Willie P? <laughs> uh, I've had mortadella on a pizza, but that's not bologna. And that's like Ital- like the Italian version of bologna. Yeah. I've had Mortadella on a pizza, though. I, okay. But I don't know if I've ever had, like, American, like, Oscar Mayer, Boar's Head bologna on a pizza. Who would I've put- had Mortadella. Is that really an available topping anywhere in this world? Uh, no. Just it's straight bologna? It's, it's the giant well, red flag. Or is I, he full of bologna? Is I, he full of bologna? I, I think I'm going to say this as tactfully as possible. Bologna sucks. <laughs> yeah, I don't really, no, I don't I really love bologna. bologna. You do? You don't, you don't like fly, you don't like fried bologna? Fried, uh, that's the thing. I'm, I'm sure it's the same type of uh, sensation when you have uh, fried bologna, where you get it like crispy and stuff like that. I don't really like. No, not, I don't nothing, like no. fried bologna. Is that gonna? That's gonna be a problem with a I lot know, of our it's listeners. Like people will say, "Well, was it that much different than a hot dog?" I, I just don't. I'm not a bologna man. I am not a bologna man. But I don't love hot dogs either. I mean, I'll eat them. They're all right from time to time. But so, like, so, basi- we, so basically, you wouldn't like knockwurst, which you guys were talking about last week with with uh, with Sam for his uh, road trip. But is that more brat like? Because I like a good, bur- I like a no. brat more than a hot dog. No, it's more, it's more hot dog like. Is it really? Okay, yeah. all right. See what you did, hype seat. We're down the Bologna. Uh, we're down Bologna Avenue right now. We're talking. We, to- we got to get ourselves back from Bologna Avenue. We're talking <laughs> to the legendary Willie P here on the Mac and Bone Show, Sports Radio ninety two seven WFNZ. Willie, what was your main takeaway from Canales and Dan Morgan meeting with the media yesterday uh, ahead of the combine? I think the biggest thing is that. They're not going to be bullied into to going a particular way at 33. I, I think they are wanting to kind of survey what's out there. Uh, we, we are gone from the days of in on every deal, and we're into you know trying to let the board play out. I also love what Canales said about Bryce when he said, you know, hey, you know, we don't have to do this major lab experiment to try and fix Bryce. It's more about trying to get the offense in a, in a scenario where you're looking at it and saying, okay, we're doing the things that Bryce does best and doing it in a series of five to ten plays per formation that make him look like the guy that we saw at Alabama. And I think that's something that, while it seems almost simplistic to think about, it's something that this last coaching staff couldn't come up with. So 
Uh, I'm encouraged by it. Um, am I going to get on the level that Mac is right now and, and start uh, <laughs> trying to predict a ludicrous win total? No. I'm but... not on that level, sir. I am not talking win totals. All right? I just said I like what I'm hearing about his offensive philosophies. That's it, all I'm it, saying. It, I, 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 I hate to make it sound this way, but it almost, you know, while it's a different profile, it, it, it kind of seems like the hire that, that Charlotte FC made. It, I got to tell you, if we you got a lot of you got you got a lot of competence there. We could get the 12 win express out of the shop where it's being held if we all went four wins. If Matt goes four, I go four. Willie goes four. We combine our win totals. We got 12 again. <laughs> I like it. If, I if like you, it. If you if you felt a certain way, I could maybe even go six and you two go three. <laughs> he doubles. Here goes again. <laughs> All right, we'll sort out our win total. I am going to try to temper my win. I know that people are laughing hearing the first first segment of this hour. I'm going to try to temper my win total this year. Yeah. I swear, I'm going to try. You're measured. You're All frisky right. but measured. Um, well, I hate to I hate to bring up a topic that I know that Willie and Bone disagreed on. That is not the sort of thing I like to do not on the you. radio. Not it's, you, Don King. It has caused a disagreement so the audience can hear it. But on our group text. Willie went in on LeBron, and a lot of people nationally since have done the same thing. Bone was standing up for LeBron. The other day, um, there, was a, there was a tweet from NBA Central, the Twitter account, that uh, tweeted out the report, uh, said, Report, ESPN has removed Bronny James from its 2024 mock draft, now projects him to be selected in 2025. LeBron took umbrage with that and quote tweeted it and said, Can y'all please let the kid be a kid and enjoy college basketball? The work and results will ultimately do the talking no matter what he decides to do. If y'all don't know, he doesn't care what a mock draft says. He just works. Earn, not given. And Willie P., that annoyed you from uh, from mm-hmm. LeBron. Explain explain why. Well, I will I will first of all acknowledge that, uh, that I'm a hater. I don't really care. I don't really care how you feel about it. I, I'm a LeBron hater. I'm not a fan. I, I find his act somewhat tiresome and, and, and dead and over. Uh, I want him to retire. I'm, I'm kind of done with LeBron because uh, I think that he's never going to be Jordan. Uh, I just I, that's kind of the way I feel like. I think the Nick Wrights of the world need to you know shut shut themselves up because I think that he's just never going to be Michael Jordan. He's not the winner that Michael Jordan is. Was that the discussion Jordan, though? That and, wasn't and part Michael, of the discussion. No, I'm getting there, Bone. Well, you're taking the scenic route. And, and the fa- and the fact that he's now being like, I just want to play basketball. I don't want to have any attention. Even though he called himself the king and the chosen one, and said, I want to play with Bronny when he gets to play in the NBA. When it's very very clear to God and everybody that it doesn't seem like Bronny's even going to touch the NBA, let alone even the G League. So to me, I'm looking at this and saying, you know what, Bronny, you brought this upon yourself because you wanted to make these grand gestures and proclamations about you and your son and your entire family. So sorry if we want to sit here and say, hey, by the way, you said that about Bronny. He might not even get drafted. So what? Go away. Yeah, I don't care, really. Here's my thing about the whole LeBron thing. I don't I, – I, I'm kind of neutral. He's going to say stuff. He's going to do stuff. It's going to become a big tweet thing, and national people on their shows and their platforms will use anything LeBron says for their for their shows, and that's fine. He's been talking and doing stuff for 21 years. And there are certain things that, yeah, they might hit my radar. There's some things where I say, I, he's talking about his son. It doesn't really get me as worked up as you do. It feels like you use anything LeBron does to turn it into a Michael Jordan discussion. Doesn't everybody in the entire known Western world do that? 
But I'm saying you're getting like Apparently you're, you're, the eastern parts you're, you're, you're hyperventilating here. Where I'm just kind of like I, I saw the news. I saw it. It's 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 yeah. worth a mentioning, I guess. But I don't really get all I don't really get all hot and bothered over. Like, Can I say this? Yeah. I am Team P on this one. LeBron James has been telling us for way too long about Bronny going to the Thank NBA you. since Thank he you. since he was like I don't know the age of my 11 year old daughter. He's been talking about LeBron yeah, in the NBA. When did, you, when did you ever hear Michael talk about his kids? When did you ever hear him talk about Jeffrey? Yeah, he ne- ever um, hear him he talk never about said, my son Marcus is going to grow up to date one of my former teammates' uh, ex-wives. While never, you, he never proclaimed that. While you guys are talking about the NBA, a little perspective here from both you guys. Bronny might be lucky to be alive today based off what happened over the summer. Let's also keep that in mind when it comes that's to true. NBA prospects. Well, yeah, but we're not sure. That's not the the that's not the debate here. Like the 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 comment. I'm saying is, though, he might be longer to get there now because he had that setback. So he's not. He might not be in the NBA I, as quick as we thought my, he was going to be. My whole point is, I'm not on here to evaluate his NBA stock. I'm just saying it's awful rich from LeBron to now not want people to talk about his NBA right? stock when he's he been hyping hide, up his own kids' NBA stock for back. years. He just wants to be a basketball. He wants to hide and play. He doesn't want the shoes. He doesn't want the fame. He doesn't want the attention. He doesn't want to call himself the chosen one. Come on, man. Oh, man. But this doesn't trigger me, Bone, as much as Pete. Pete I'm is saying, just straight like, up, like, triggered. I've got opinions, but I feel like you're taking this almost personal here. <laughs> I thought I didn't like LeBron. Holy crap, he's getting worked up. Willie, uh, give us the swine of the week and tell us why it's or you. Did we, just, <laughs> did we just hear the swine? Are you doubling down on LeBron? Uh, it would be LeBron, but it would be the guys who are angry about me because Bone uh, sent me a gift, uh, reason unknown. I don't know if it's a leftover wedding gift that never made it or whatever it was, but thank you, Bone, for the great barbecue. And yet people were angry that the brisket in the, in the that you sent me looked like lunch meat, and it made me have to go make a big, huge search in the fact that Kansas City brisket is actually sliced like lunch meat it's not sliced the way that the texans or anybody else slices brisket and yet here we go again willie peter's brisket it's, it seems to be like a never-ending cycle and saga when in reality joe's Kate the city barbecue flaps as the kids say and i thank you bone for the great gift you are welcome yeah i was i was way late i was way late on the uh the wedding i tried to get it there in the year uh you have to get it there and then it got backed up that is from willie p's favorite place out there that delivers it back here. So hey, that's why I, I think it sounds like that was worth waiting yeah. for, though. That's a good gift that you got to yeah. put, man. We're still eating it. We still got, still got a, a rack of ribs and some pork shoulders. So uh, we're, we're Yeah, that's uh, like one of the premier, whether nice. you, wherever, whatever barbecue you like, Joe's in Kansas City is like one of the premier. Started in a gas station, right? That's the whole yep. story. With it, it, is, it, is a, it is a gas station is their original location. They still have the gas station, but they have a couple other locations uh, around the Kansas side of the Kansas-Missouri border, and, uh, and they're sauce just just buy the sauce that's all that's all i need to say there the sauce is is goaded uh one of our female listeners says when willie gets mad willie gets sexy oh how about that sound, the, sound the alarm sound the alarm see kate just said willie sounds oh sexy. how about that p-man see i think p-man gets sexy when he well, why am i saying this though this way <laughs> i I was going to say, okay, let me rephrase that. I think I would have thought women like P-Man when he's excited, like the goal calls and stuff. I wouldn't have thought it would be like angry P will get the women excited. That's interesting. Yeah. Right, anyway. I really did find any of it. Uh, sexy is the right word. <laughs> I, had watch, I had to watch the way I was describing you there for a second. Willie P thinks Kansas City, uh, Joe's in Kansas City sexy. Apparently so. All right. Mm-hmm. P-Man, great job. I know these LeBron fans are mad at you, but I thought you did a great job, P-Man. Knocked it out of the park, baby. 
okay. They'll uh, they'll want no attention uh, in a couple of years. It's okay. <laughs> All right, there you go. That is Willie P, who I believe, Bone, I believe we found a trigger. I, de- I did not know he was that much of a LeBron hater. Holy uh, well, that was crap. the whole, wasn't that the whole argument? He kept rambling on in the group chat, and I was like, I, I don't, yes, I see it. I have thoughts, he but I'm not, so annoying. I'm not that he, I'm not that worked up about it to he, where I'm not, I need to go get my uh my BP check. He is so annoying though. Uh pay attention to my son, he's gonna be great. We're gonna play together in the NBA. Oh, he fell in the Magra. Don't pay attention to my son, let him be a kid. But that's LeBron for you. A hypocrite to the nth degree, man. Matt, Seriously. Hype, Hype C always has something to say on the text line. He's the one that brought up the baloney. Uh, he just called Willie uh, PP the clown there. <laughs> what the heck? Oh, no, I'm sorry. PP, calm down. Okay. I oh, thought there he, you go. I, I, I read PP the clown. Maybe uh, I wanted to call him PP the clown. By the way, texters are making, texters are getting me intrigued by fried bologna. That you put fried bologna on a bun with egg and cheese. I'm kind of, I'm kind of intrigued now. You, you know don't put what? anything with egg and cheese. It sounds good. I would just take the bologna off. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think it could taste good when accompanied by egg it's, and cheese? I just, I'm sure it's all right. I just, I don't, I'm not a bologna guy. I've never been a huge bologna guy. All right, bologna. it's a very, it's a very below average lunch meat. Yeah, bologna has a first name though, Bone. I'd like you to address it it's by Oscar. his first name. Yeah. Yes, if okay. we or you spell it out. <laughs> if we did a dra- if we did a draft and bologna wasn't what's a lunch meats or whatever, where would where would bologna even go? It would be like a late round undrafted selection. UFL. Yeah. <laughs> when we come back, we have a hoops recap segment. Just how bad now do we see how the Hornets need Lamelo in the lineup? And state fans are furious at their head coach. Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Obviously, their defense was good, but, you know, Damian Lillard was just great early. And um, he got them going, you know, with a high pick and roll game. They get five threes maybe in the first quarter. Uh, I thought that was the biggest factor. And, uh, you know, and again, we struggled offensively. We are better as the game went on, but uh, their defense was really good, and he was great. Steve Clifford talking about an absolute beatdown. I mean, it, that I, I got to be honest. I thought we, I thought I was playing a game on my DVR bone from like three weeks ago before the trade took place. That was early season pre-trade deadline. Charlotte Hornets last night. Holy crap! Down forty. Was it forty nine or like forty? No, forty six. 
I got to tell at you. At the end of three. I mean, they were damn near down 50 points at the end of three. They had 26 points in the first half. I call that a calculator outing. Oh, where I had to, I had to get out my phone and try to figure out exactly how many points are they down by right now. Holy crud, man. And like, then they cut it back to below 40, and EC was fired up for that. Bert, <laughs> Bertans went four for four late. Cut the lead Mac down below 40. EC said, yeah, give me some Bertans. Did he drop in Latvian laser? He did, yeah. The Latvian laser bringing us back. It, I don't know. I tapped out after the third quarter. We're down almost 50, and I said, I'm focusing on NC State and Wake Forest, and neither one of those games went very very well for the local squad either. Um, but that Hornets game, Bone, that was a dose of reality as we had been hyping up a Hornets defense that had been first in defensive efficiency since the trade through six games, and last night it was brutal. Milwaukee got everything they wanted. They also, And, and it's interesting. I was reading the article from John Hollinger about on the in the athletic about the hornets you know rejuvenated defense and can they keep this up and he made it clear to point out how teams have been missing open threes against us like we're not doing anything on a lot of these threes but we've been getting lucky last night that changed because milwaukee dame lillard milwaukee was nailing all those damn open threes and the hornets this hornets offense for the last three games it's it's been it's been ugly. I mean, yesterday's first half took the cake, twenty one percent and twenty six points. But the three games, the three the last three games have been pretty ugly on offense. We have not gotten one text today. Now I know that he's got to play, but we have not gotten one text today, Mac. That now wants Lamelo Ball traded still. <laughs> the Lamelo Ball is going to mess up this team's uh, legendary run here. Uh, the offense, the last three games, uh, yeah. He's got to get out there. That's on him. But don't sit there and tell me that Lamella Ball is going to hurt this operation at this point. Are you calling me out? I not feel like call, you're subtweeting not, me. Not call, I feel you, like you're subtweeting me, Hondo. Felt, if you felt the sub, and no, I'm just saying in general, there's a lot of pregame show a lot. There's a lot of Lamello detractors that I'm not hearing from today about what needing to – we had that writer we talked about yesterday that wanted Lamello traded, built around Brandon Miller. No, an absurd notion that Lamelo Ball no. doesn't help this we franchise. We want to have two. We want to have two. Sub, great, I want subbing you, man. We want to have two great, talented young players. Yeah, exactly. I've never said trade Lamelo Ball, but I have pointed out the things he needs to improve on in his game. And I don't think you're wrong and, about and, that. But they, and, they, he's and, not. And, I, and, I had, and, and what I said previously, because I do feel like you kind of like you know what I mean, doing a little passive no, aggressive. No, I actually, um, if you if you felt it, man, well that's all, that's on you, Hondo. What, what I said through what I said through like four games at a new team was. I, they, they were sharing the ball so well. The chemistry was so good. I could see him come back with his ball dominant self and, and throw it off a little bit, have to adjust a little bit. Now, I don't give a damn about that because we need offense. We need a dude that can go out there and make special plays, a dude that can go out there and make shots, a dude that can go out there and, and off the bounce, find another, you know, kick it to a shooter and get more open shot. Like, they need him now. I've aborted that plan, Bone, because now there's nothing chemistry-wise on offense to mess up. <laughs> the, the chemistry has disappeared a bit on offense. I'm excited. Over the last now, three now games. we got to see them. That's the biggest thing here is Lamelo's got to play and play for a while and, and not go out after 15 or 20 games. I'm excited to see how he blends in with Trey Mann, the shooters. There's guys that are knockdown yeah. shooters, Curry, uh, Bertans. You know, not necessarily at the highest point of their careers, but. For what Lamelo can do, transition rebound. All of a sudden, Bertans runs to his corner. How about Mac Bertans? I forget. I, I don't know exactly how it ended, but he has not made a two yet as a Hornet. Every single field goal made is a three pointer by Bertans. 
He uh, runs to that corner, and oh, Lamelo's yeah. going to find that. Oh, dude. if he dribbles, has he dribbled yet? <laughs> Seriously, I'm. Be, how many dribbles has he made since he's become a Hornet? I think the answer could be zero. One and a half. Like, like, yeah. If he puts it on the floor, it's it's a shot. Yeah. Much less takes it a, a shot that isn't a sta- just catch and shoot three. But he's really good at it, man. He really is. So anyway, yeah, I'd like to see Lamelo back, but I have to be honest, Bone. I have no guess on when Lamelo comes back. Do you? You have any sort of intel on this? I thought we were close. I, I thought it'd be right after the All Star. Every time I guess I have on no him, no idea. This has been like three or four years in a row. Whenever I guess on him, I'm not accurate. I always think, okay, it's going to be, you know, maybe the back to backs after the All Star break. Maybe they wouldn't play him the first one. Then against every time I try to guess, it goes on longer and longer and longer. So I, 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 I. I Maybe the Milwaukee come. I don't know, man. It feels, and we're not even ever really that close to it. It feels like game happens next day, he's out. Game I happens still, next day, he, we're not even to the point where he's like questionable. No, yet. no. I still want people to, to know I'm a new look Hornets stan. I believe they will get out of this shooting slump. I believe we have too many good shooters, Bone, to keep shooting the basketball like this. I believe when we get out of this slump, they're back home. Unfortunately, got to play Milwaukee again, the same team that slobber knocked us. But um, I do believe you will start to see these guys shoot the ball more like they did in the first few games. Maybe home cooking will do that for us. But, yes, you're right. Ultimately, it would be nice to see LaMelo mesh with the guys that he will be playing with next year. LaMelo and Brandon Miller work on their chemistry. That's the thing that sucks the most about LaMelo Ball not playing and missing so much time. He has things on his game to work on, but it's also just the chemistry, right? Like, he's played so few games with Brandon Miller, and these two guys are the cornerstones of the dang franchise moving forward. I did appreciate the in-game coaching of Cliff last night, Mac, when they were down 84-39. to 39. He called a timeout, tried to reset things a little bit there. That timeout did not work. The lead blew up, blew up after that. 84 to <laughs> Mac, what do you say to timeout? When it, your dad's a coach, Mac. Your dad 80, you're down 84-39. to 39. What's your message there? <laughs> you guys want to keep playing, or should I get the other guys in? Oh, man. Apparently, Hunter Bailey, Bone? On uh, on KB show hinted back uh, hinted it could be within a week or so. I I I heard that. I don't I I don't I don't know. I have no idea. Would you bet money on that? I I would bet your money. On it. <laughs> By the way, we were supposed to do a full all encompassing basketball segment. We got stuck up on this Molly Wampin from last night or Molly Wappin. I keep forgetting which it is. Which is it? it wamp was, or Wop? I don't know. It was boots to ass situation. Is it Wamp or Wop? I think, it, I think it might be both. I think it's whichever one you choose. Is it? I can. It's versatile. I could go Molly Wop or Molly Wop. I believe so. Okay. I typed in Molly. I got a, a narcotic. Uh, by the way, okay. Don't do that. <laughs> yes, yeah. I'm sure you oh, wow, did. That's quite the quite the. Okay. Um, what was I going to say? We oh, got um, Cliff Notes. Womp, womp, I think. Womped. Okay. Cliff Notes. W O P. Cliff Notes on state. And Wake's losses last night. Clemson won, by the way, against Pittsburgh. Very nice home win for them. Um, They're playing well. But uh, NC State, the defense was hideous. FSU scored 90 and shot 60% from the floor. And you said, Bone, Kevin Keats was getting it from state fans on on, uh, on Twitter. Yeah, he was trending with Fat Joe and Tornado Warnings. So I had to click on why was Kevin Keats trending uh, with the the stories of the world and the state fans. Search Kevin Keats on Twitter. They are just, we've asked where the vitriol is locally. Charlotte State fans, y'all been fairly calm about Keats. I think you're numb to it. I think y'all wanted him out like two years ago, and I think you're just numb to it now. Good coach, but I wonder, is he the right coach right now for State? I still think he could be really good somewhere, but is it the right, is it almost, is he, is he kind of stuck a little bit at State? Listen, it's not a, it's not an easy job. 
Everybody no. knows that. It's not an easy job to coach that with what you're surrounded by. But with that said, though, the standard, should two tournaments in seven years be the standard? Should that be acceptable at NC State? I don't think it should be. No. And I know there are circumstances. The COVID year, there was a year they were very close on the bubble, had a net in the 30s and didn't make it. So I understand those things. And then Wake last night, Bone claimed a victory for Duke last night. Bone told us that uh, teams that beat Duke are four and one afterwards. Bone wants credit one for that one win. One and four. Or, uh, one and four. Bone wants credit for that win as a Blue Devil hangover. fan there's last a night. Duke, there's a Duke hangover, and there's also a Wake Road problem that plays into that as well. Two and eight on the road to Deeks. And you're right about the hangover. I'm just giving you a hard time because you sub no, you no, subtweeted you, me earlier. No, you want to you want to scrap today. <laughs> you want to go full scrappy do today. That's all right. Um, Matt, we got a celebrity text here. One of the reasons I wanted out is because Lamelo doesn't have the will to be great and play basketball. Sincerely, Gordon in Oklahoma City. <laughs> when we come back, sounds of the combine. What did Dan and Dan say yesterday? What did Dan and Dave say yesterday <laughs> about the future of the Panthers ahead of the combine? Max got me all disheveled on Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ.